This podcast is rated off for realness. Exclusive fucking content. What episode number is this? Good question. I think 117. Odd. Yeah, you are. Odd. What's up, wrestling fans? It's me, Rich DeRiz, and this is how I do the intro to the podcast. What I edit. It is? Do you like my impression of you? It doesn't sound like me at all, I don't think. What's up, wrestling fans? Sorry. Uh, and it's Basement Booker Universe now, or Bookiverse. There is no Bookiverse. There is a Bookiverse. No. We're all just people, bro. We're all just people living in a world. In a world. <laughs> in a world of. In a world. We're, we're all just living in a world. In a world where all these people live. We're living in a world. I will start the podcast that way. Okay, we're living in a world. No, stop it. <laughs> okay. Stop it. Look down. Face the wall. In a world with professional wrestling. Nah, fuck it. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, that could be good. You hit the download button and you have accessed... The most extreme basement bookiest podcast in the entire known universe. Right? Yes. Nah, it sucked. Alright, let's try this again, alright? Mm-hmm. Hold on, count myself down. Welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. Some would call this episode 117. But for those of us who are not restricted by numerical values... This is episode Smackdown Live. I'm Basement Chair, hanging out with Rich DeRiz, and we're back, back again with another episode packed full of action, suspense, none of those things, probably some news. We'll talk about those things. We'll talk about all those things. Before we get, listen, I'm just as excited about this live SmackDown thing. We're, we're, we're going to get to it. we got a pay-per-view to cover. If you ever interrupt my intro again. You we're done. I say when we're done. All right. Are you done? Now we're done All right. with the intro. <laughs> we're going to go in. We're going to go in running because this episode is full. Full of things. It is full of things. The first thing. Extreme rules. I'm just a little confused here for a second. Did oh wait, okay, that was that must have been the pre-show. That we don't pre-show. have a pre-show. Okay. There was a pre-show. Basement bookers don't have a pre-show. No, we don't. The the pay-per-view did, and that was why the first thing I have under extreme rules is the Dudleys coming out and talking, and I'm like, I didn't know. Do you know that, that was on the pre-show because I didn't see that. Yeah. Ah, uh, so by the way, Rich there is undefeated. This pay-per-view. Rich DeRiz is a cheater. Number one, he edited the podcast. I did edit the podcast. And put that he had selected The Miz in the match of the night fatal four-way match. I had selected The Miz. Which he didn't. I don't believe it. I think you're a liar. So I'm watching the whole time thinking everything was tied up, but you lied. No, I picked The Miz. Listen. Listen. 
I'm going to accept this because I can't prove this. Sure you can. Much like I can't, I can't prove many conspiracies. I can't prove this. Listen back. I, I just like I said, even if I did listen back, you edited, so you could have inserted, you could have inserted your answer changed. Is that not true? You do have the technical expertise to pull off such an exploit. Technically and hypothetically, yes. Yes, that's all but, I need. No, I've tried. Okay, there was a time I don't remember. Do you remember the time when when we? I think I opened the show. And I must have because I was editing. Duh. And I had said the wrong episode number. I tried. No. Okay. I tried to record it on my own. Obviously, I don't have the same recording device. And to insert it, and it sounded completely different, and I didn't bother. You should have left it in because it'd be funny. It would have been bad. It would have been like one of those when you watched. What's up, what's up, Rose fans? Welcome to episode 38. Other basic bookish podcast. We've been Dude, it would have been like if you watch a rated R movie on TV and then when they're supposed to swear Yippee Kaye, brother. I think it's um Mer Yippee Kaye Uncle Christmas or something or Merry Christmas or Really? I forgot what he says. Look, it's been a long time since I saw Die Hard on TV. I have a computer. Okay, I don't need to watch it on TV, even if they do give it to me from the television set. I hate, you. hate is a strong emotion, and you need to let go of it. This is a hate-free zone. So to get to these matches, uh, we were both right about Ziggler and Corbin. Nothing memorable there. Match two, Usos and the club. The sucks are right, doesn't it? The Usos just depress me. They suck. I'm done with them. And didn't I... You, you, I remember you had said that the Usos and Roman AJ don't have anything to do with each other. They're not going to have them both win. Or have them both lose. Match 3 was a US title match. Ah, uh, of course. Match Four. You could have at least mentioned the sick accolade that Kalisto got put into. Anybody would have tapped to that. Also, um, Rusev was working the back the whole time, which... That's what heels do. They, you know, wrestle smartly. New Day over Void Villains. Got that. Five. Miz retaining. Good match. I like that match. Everybody liked that match. Come on. Stop trying to sound like you're revolutionary. I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember things. And I didn't even drink. I haven't even drank yet tonight. Six. Ambrose and Jericho. I was I was a little worried that they would put Jer- Jericho over when Ambrose came. That when I saw that bag come out of the the bucket, I wasn't worried at all. It would have been a bad idea to have Chris Jericho win that match. I agree. Um, my wife was sitting, sitting next to me, and she's just like on the phone or whatever. And I see Ambrose grab the bucket. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be silly. Then I see him reach in, and as soon as he reached in, I knew it was gonna be something good. And he pulled out the, that black velvet bag. I'm like. <gasps> She was like, what's in that? I'm like, it's either tacks or broken glass. I was thinking either a thumbtacks or a snake, but I guess no snakes. Would have been a small snake. It's not that yeah. big of a bag. It wasn't like a jig snake. Would have been like a garden snake. Yeah. Those little wax snakes. Jericho got all of that one. 
Mm-hmm. That was a that was a fun match. Ambrose did too. We got a little bit of it. Yeah, he definitely did. That was an okay match. The plant didn't need to be there. It was there sort of as a reminder, maybe some inspiration, if you will, to Mr. Ambrose. I'm doing this for you, Mitch. I, I think this officially typecasts. They need to f- do something about this about Dean Ambrose because they need to make him more dangerous and less wacky prick because it's not you know what I mean I agree 100%. he's more wacky prick than he is dangerous guys make up your mind what do you want him to be I think they're not certain if they want him to ever reach main event status they're busy trying to find another Mick Foley which mm-hmm. they don't need to do Mick Foley's Mick Foley he rode off into the sunset. He's giving lackluster interviews with Shane McMahon on the network. Just let him go. Let him do a show with his daughter. He's doing fine. Let Dean Ambrose be Dean Ambrose. The, the, the John Moxley, that dangerous, crazy prick from, from the Indies. And turn it up to 11. Put him closer to like... Maybe like a like a cross between Sandman, Taz when he was like scary. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, who else? Brian Pillman. Yes. You put you take them all, mix them up in a pot. What do you got? You got the Dean Ambrose that can be main event. I could say it a little bit quicker. Dean Ambrose. Make him be Dean Ambrose from towards the end of the Shield days. He was given the good interviews. He was interesting. He was intense. He I was, like mine better. Uh, fine. How but, dare you? But he like he was loud. He was in your face. He was almost unbridled. But he wasn't ECW Taz dangerous. You're right. You put that in there. He didn't have a chance to be. So yeah, just Dean Ambrose Taz. Mix right. it up in a pot. Submission match. I You knew there was going to be some kind of shenanigans. And I said, there's going to be Charlotte's chance to prove that she can cheat without daddy's help. She technically did it because Ric Flair, as discussed on Monday Night Raw, got Dana Brooke for Charlotte. That was his plan. Okay. If you remember there. the promo, some of it was a little... Annoying to hear. Like it started out a little rough because she was trying. She was trying to react to the crowd. Also, the problem was is that she sold. Mm-hmm. She should have no sold the crowd. Yeah, there's too much of that going on right now. Yeah, like if you're in that kind of like emotional conversation with your father, unless maybe I mean it could be argued that she sort of needed a bit of like not. The performer, but the character needed a little bit of a break from saying what she had to say. That was too tough. But I don't know. I you, think they. I think she did as good as she possibly could. And there was a, a, a. I really liked a lot of it. If you could tell, she was really speaking from the heart and speaking from experience. I like that. Yeah, that was a rough watch for me. But here's the deal: you can't put so much space in traffic. For the what truck to drive in between your vehicle. 
You gotta close the gap mm -hmm. to block out the what truck. Yeah. Because those jabronis in the stands with their dumb chance thinking they're a part of the show, which we constantly hammer into since Basement Booker's episode 24. If not before. Picking a random number. It might have been before. But we all know the old song and dance. You didn't get enough attention. You want to be a part of it. Boo. It is tough because... Like, it's not acting. It's not stage. These people, Most of these people, except they in English, don't have, like, stage experience with their delivery. So... Like, they're told to sort of give the audience a second to digest what you said before you get into the next thing. We've heard, even Stephanie said, that Vince tells them that. Because, uh, there's... You think Ric Flair had stage experience? It's different. Ric Flair, Why is it different? Ric Flair came up at a very different time. So he can't show her what to do? If your dad, who is a two-time Hall of Famer and everything, is telling you one thing... And your boss is telling you something else. You gotta... Granted, you have to find a balance. A way to sort of mesh the two. But you're gonna lean towards the boss. Your dad can't fire you. But we don't know what was said in the meetings or whatever. You're right. But Stephanie has said... And she gave a specific example. Which was... Um, the promo uh, where Jericho... Uh, said something ridiculous about Stephanie. Uh, the The... The yada yada trash bag hoe thing. Remember that promo? I remember that promo. I do. Okay, I just don't remember what came before it. Um, that Vince had told Jericho to pause before the trash bag hoe part to let everything else sink in and then to hit with the final punch. If it's you a different time. Right, it's not it's the a same. different time, but. You we know why? Because that's what yet. what? We didn't have what yet. Exactly, You're so right. you have to adapt. Overcome, but the cadence was already ingrained in everyone that was there. Therefore, like Finley had it, Road Dog had it, everyone else had it. So they're the ones doing the training now. So there, it's automatically going to be passed down. Someone else has to make the change. You need to start with the man in the mirror, just like Michael Jackson said in that song. I hear every day. Not a bad song. No, it's a great song. If you want to make that change, you gotta start with that dude. That dude. Fucking guy. Alright. Charlotte Natty. Got that. And of course, Reigns over AJ. Definitely a good match. I like that match. The best part of that match was when Roman Reigns ragdolled AJ Styles once into the ring apron, oh, once yeah. into the barricade, and just chucked him like he was a pile of hot garbage into the announce table. When he hit the barricade, it looked like he hit wrong, because, like, his left shoulder was supposed to hit, but, like, I guess Reigns turned him, or he turned or whatever, and, like, it looked like it might have, like, hit the top of his head, which can impact the neck. You got fooled, my man. It was good work. Good. Is what that was. Yeah, AJ even said that people don't give Reigns enough credit. That he gets, like, he's a good worker. And I like that. That's good on AJ. Roman Reigns is a freak athlete. He is. 
The man is strong. He tossed AJ. Like, he, he hit a toss powerbomb again. Yeah. Oh, that's... No one really hey. gets hurt working with Roman either. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something about the main event for the Extreme Rules. I can't stay up too late on Sundays. I can't stay too, stay up too late on any day. So I decided to go to sleep after the Ambrose Asylum match mm-hmm. and pick up in the morning when I wake up after I'm done doing my DDP yoga. So I'm doing my DDP yoga, and I hear yelling from across the room. I'm like, what's this? What's going on here? I stop what I'm doing. I pause my DDP yoga, which is not a sponsor of this podcast. Mm -hmm. By the way, Mm -hmm. you're welcome, Dallas. I'm like, hey, this better be good. Someone goes to me. Why didn't you tell me Seth came back? I'm like... Because I didn't know. Because I didn't finish the damn pay-per-view. So yeah, that's how I found out. There goes they go my surprise. That was a great return. I mean, I heard the crowd screaming. So I'm like... So I so I heard the crowd screaming. I'm like, if it's not Seth, it's the club. But I don't think it's the club. It's got to be Seth. It's a big pop. And they went nuts. And he did that stupid face again. That, that, that face where his hair's back and his eyes are all huge. But like he's got his head up. So he's like looking down towards the camera and he just like, he has a weird face as he's sitting So you know he's a heel. No, I don't think that's his heel face. I think that's his like really excited face. He made that same face when, um, I think think after a match with Kane for the world title and he won by DQ or something and he's like, he's on the outside. There's their gifts on it. Like where he's like, pushes hair back. Ah, The cage match. Maybe. I only remember exactly what it looked like on the outside. I don't remember anything. Oh, no, it was a regular match. So, yeah, that happened. That That happened. That's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's great that Seth Rollins comes back. You know, he comes back, and he's got magical powers all of a sudden. Does he? Yeah, he's got magic powers. Because Roman Reigns comes down, comes to the ring, and then Rollins rolls out of the ring. And he's standing right outside the ring... And Roman Reigns is standing in the ring, and he can't seem to pass this invisible wall <laughs> that Rollins has erected around the ring. If I'm the heavyweight champion, and you pedigree my face into the mat the night before, you're not walking. I'm coming after you. It's a good point. It's a very good point. Man. I couldn't believe it. Magic powers. Another one of his magical powers is to stay a heel. No matter how much people don't want him to be. The The line of the night was, I talking about getting letters and fan mail. And he didn't read any of it. I set it on fire. Just the put way he in, said it. Put him in a trash can. And I set him on fire. That was yeah, great. The way he said it, perfectly delivered. Because it, it, it sounded real. I think that's actually what happened. He might have done that. I heard the fire department was called because the fire got out of control. That's just from my sources. Joey on the streets. They really should just switch him. Switch the two. Double double turn. They might. There's still time. I mean, the landscape is changing right now. We yeah. don't know what's happening. I think, I think Vince is just really, really, really intent on Roman being the guy to take over for Cena. More power to him. I think it's time. I think he's making a good move. He misses the rock. Mm-hmm. He 
can't have The Rock. Roman Reigns is all the good things that we said all those times. Physically good, wrestling good. Everybody likes him in the back. Mm-hmm. Great. Ready for some headlines? There's only one headline I'm interested in, brother. Go for it. Do you want to talk about it? I, no, I mean, All right. you know, because of the draft. All right. So, yes. SmackDown's going to be live. So, yeah, WWE.com. Texted everybody or whoever has the network. Vince uh, McMahon. Notification. Texted me on my phone. Show me. Uh, Convenient. Convenient that we're recording on the device you're talking about exactly. right now. Exactly. If we do anything, they might we might lose all the the, the data. All the data would be gone. Convenient. Listen, this is a sophisticated piece of technology we're talking about here. So yes, please, uh, for those that haven't found out yet, and they they haven't found out from the realest of the real. Right. So this is these are some potential spoilers here. As far as who's going where. And for the record, for all those other people say, oh man, I predicted this, I predicted this. Like, 90% of the fan base had a feeling that was going to happen when Shane showed up. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. So don't try to go and take credit like you knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I knew water was going to be wet too. <laughs> Alright, here's the plan. Cena is slated to be the top single star on SmackDown, while Roman's going to be the top guy on Raw. Uh, There's expected to be a world champion for each brand. Yeah. Throwing up the X. Yeah. Throwing up the X, brother. Go ahead. I tell you what, let me tell you something. There's no better way to weaken your championships than to have two world championships. I agree. Because then it's going to be who's the best guy? Who's the best guy? I'm sorry, I just sipped that like it was water. There can't be two number one guys. Technically three number one guys if you count the NXT championship. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Think there should be two? No. I think the, the world title should stay. The women's title should stay. Tag titles should stay. Keep the U.S. and keep the I.C. Like, have one on one, one on the other. As That's far, easy. Yeah, as far as the world the world champion, he should be on both shows. Yeah. Because I, if, he's supposed, if he's supposed to be fighting the top contender, what if top, you know, you have to, it's one company. You should have one champion. You can't have... Like, I didn't like. I never liked the idea of having two champions. It's like who's who's the top guy on Raw? Who's the top guy on SmackDown? Who's the top guy between the two of them? They got to fight eventually. Because then you're gonna have it like Roman Reigns. He's the champion on Raw, and John Cena's the champion on SmackDown. Raw's the flagship show, so obviously Roman Reigns is the best champion. Mm-hmm. Not John Cena. He's on SmackDown. Yeah. Even though it is live, the flagship show is Raw. Always has been, always will be. Yeah. As far as we know, SmackDown will continue to be two hours. Yeah. And Raw will continue to be three hours. And there are reasons for that. Um, I think there are two ways they could go with the women's title and the tag titles. They could split them up. Have the women's title on one show and the tag titles on the other show. 
Yeah, you get your tag team wrestling on Raw. Yeah. And you get your women's wrestling on SmackDown. Right. Give them the two segments. Tag teams will get probably three segments on Raw. Maybe not a specific tag team, but you'll get two tag team tag team matches. And one where it's all oh, these two singles guys versus those two singles guys and throw them together. Hopefully this makes a more compelling storyline. But then it depends on who goes where, you know? Yes. One thing that I am... But wait. If the women's championship is on one show... Then all, all the women... Have to be on one show. Well, the tag teams would be on one show. I don't know if that's going to work. Then the women's champion would have to appear on both. Yeah. Because why have competition... Like, okay, so if the women's title stays on Raw, any woman that goes to SmackDown cannot compete for it. They should start doing rankings. The wins should count now. I think they're trying to elevate the status of SmackDown so that it's not perceived as the B-show. I think that's a big part of them going live. Which, by the way, I'd like to say they listen to us, but I think every single person that has a voice in social media anywhere has said, make SmackDown live. Well, they're not idiots. I mean, Are why am I... Wa- well, <laughs> well, I'm giving the benefit... <laughs> Well, here, here, look, they have to learn. If you're over, you're spoiling SmackDown yeah. before Thursday, why the hell am I watching it? Yeah, don't, yeah, don't. There's other things for me to do. Don't send me a notification. Oh, this guy's injured, and so he dropped the belt to this oh, other guy. Title watch change. it. Watch it in two days. See no. how it happens. Yeah. Even though it happened already. On our badly edited show, where we pipe up the. the the crowd lower the boot. They did that with NXT too with the fucking title change. Yeah. But that's different. That was at a house show. Yeah, but still, why not save the announcement until the show? Because it's impossible. It's not impossible. Social media, bro. You gonna tell people they can't tweet stuff? Alright, so then... If the, Joe Schmo WWE spoiling their own shows doesn't matter because someone else is gonna spoil it. Exactly. Someone will spoil it. So that's why you gotta make it live. Either way, ultimately, yes, live is a good thing. They can't be held responsible for Joe Schmoke tweeting out OMG hashtag new champion and yet getting picked up by all the dirt sheets. They can't control that. It's true. It's freedom of information. If you're reading the dirt sheets, you're gonna see SmackDown spoilers. Or any spoilers. Yeah. But... Live is the answer. Live has always been the answer. And they're doing it now. One <clears throat> secondary, hugely positive thing that comes out of this, which might be part of their motivation, the guys are going to get more rest. Because there's one less night a week they're working, at least televised. They might, Raw might still do house shows on Tuesdays. SmackDown might do house shows Mondays. I don't know. Theoretically, they can do it so that the Raw guys don't work Tuesdays and SmackDown guys don't work Mondays. Alright, there's seven days in a week. Right. So you eliminate one day because seven's a bad number. They t- The typical work week up until the, this brand extension is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And they're off Wednesday, Thursday. So they'll have two different... Traveling teams. Mm-hmm. 
I, for one, think that if you're a SmackDown guy, you shouldn't work on Monday at all. If you're a Raw guy, you shouldn't work on Tuesday at all. They're going to keep them both separate. There's not going to be any... Right, but I'm saying like having a house show. Like SmackDown having a house show on a Monday. Yeah, they shouldn't do that. They won't do that because cause the Raw and SmackDown. But they've had uh, house shows on Tuesday, same day as SmackDown taping. They did? Yes. Well, that's going to stop. They better stop. Because they have the opportunity here to have their talent rest. It's very important. I think that's part of why there were so many goddamn injuries this year. Yeah. There were a number of NXT people that got injured after coming up because they don't have as rigorous a schedule. Like, yes, they train every day, but training every day and performing in the ring five nights a week is are two very different things. Yeah, but we had this conversation in the old days they did that all the time. The right. problem that's they not the problem. Have, they also didn't have wellness back then. It's not even that. It's also how they're working. Mm-hmm. It's how they're working. It's the bumps that they're taking. They're taking unnecessary bumps. Doing all those flying moves. Think of the people that got hurt. Seth Rollins, really Seth Rollins was a freak accident. Just like Doing what work. kind of move? One of those jumpy, flippy moves? Sunset flip powerbomb. Exactly. It's an everyday move. Exactly. It's an everyday move. Exactly. It's an everyday exactly. move. Exactly. I've been known to do that on super really drunk nights. If they were just standing there punching at each other, that wouldn't have happened. Oh, like Harper? That's a different story. What happened to him? Patella and... Uh, I don't remember the, the thing that holds the Patel in place. The MCFL or some shit. But isn't it wear and tear? He flies sometimes when he shouldn't. He never lands on his feet. But doesn't he fly sometimes? Yeah, he flies. No flying. Look how big he is. He doesn't have to fly. But the fact that he does, about Taker. He's the Undertaker. He has otherworldly powers. Uh. Uh, he has Wyatt powers. Bray Wyatt is the one with the powers. They're just guys. He doesn't grant them to his minions? He can't do that. That's not in his power set. How how does Harper fly? I think Harper flies with powers. I think he flies by throwing himself over things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does do... He does throw himself, right? I, I've oh, seen yeah, yeah. He dives through the ropes. He doesn't have to do that. But it's impressive when he does. You know what else is impressive? Kevin Owens doesn't have to do a fucking flip moonsault. Yeah, apparently. And also, you know what else Kevin Owens doesn't have to do? Lift weights. Cardio. Listen. Cakes can be heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if I was on the roster, I'd be pissed at Kevin Owens. I gotta I gotta stay in shape and look swole. And this motherfucker's over here eating birthday cake for breakfast. <laughs> and There's- getting pushes to the moon. He's a different kind By of By the way, winning one of those Money in the Bank ladder matches. I'm putting it on right now. If they're going to have two heavyweight championships, they're probably going to have two Money in the Bank ladder matches. Mm. That brings me to a rumor, but we're not like we're not there yet. We're still talking about this. We saw more brand splitting. We, we are talking about the brand split. This, this is the topic this week. All right. There, there are rumors that maybe not this year, but upcoming of having a women's Money in the Bank ladder nope. match. Don't do it. Why not? I don't think it's necessary. They can't. I don't think they should. 
I don't want any of those pretty faces getting messed up by ladder bumps. I'll tell you what. You don't want you don't want Sasha Banks pulling a Joey Mercury. You don't want those things. You don't want those things. It's just not necessary. And there's not enough women in the division to warrant a money in the bank ladder match. You can do a five woman. It's not about how many are in it. It's the total period. You understand what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, well, you're right. But I think it should... Because it's like eventually somebody's going to be the number one contender. Eventually, somebody else has to get a shot. So let, let's, put, let's, put, let's put something together here. Let's say... Who, Charlotte's, number, Charlotte's the champ, obviously. You got Sasha... Becky, Natty, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke. So let's have a four woman ladder match. No. Why not? Because four is kind of that doesn't work for a money in the bank ladder match. I don't think it's not insane enough. So you want insane? You just said you don't want insane. If you're gonna go, you're gonna go all the way. Well, okay. You don't just dip your toe in there. You just gotta go in. You just gotta dive in head first. But those are four of the best workers. Four of the five best workers. And the fifth, obviously, is a champ right now. Man, I don't know, man. I just don't think it's necessary to do it. I don't think you should. I don't think you should. Maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm not alone. Hit me up at Facebook on Twitter if you think there should be a female Money in the Bank ladder match. So maybe if they wait till next year. They'll have more. Oscar will probably be up there. Bailey will probably be up there. Maybe Carmella. If they have a bigger roster, and once we know, because even still, June is before the brand split. So that means there's still only one Money in the Bank ladder match. You're right. You are correct, sir. Now, the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match, does that mean he can cash in his briefcase on either champion or only on the champion whose show he happens to be on. That's a great question. So that means you treat the money in the bank briefcase as if it is a title. Because wherever he goes, that's where the briefcase goes and that's where you can use it on. I think if there is one money in the bank briefcase but they do two champs, I think in this case they should make it the way it was where... He decides which champ. Well, and then if they went, had two matches with two different briefcases before. Yes. But eventually they had one... At some point they had just the one match with the two champs. And there was one briefcase. Early in the brand split. But if their plan is to this time Raw guys will only appear on Raw unless it's a Raw after SummerSlam... Or Raw after WrestleMania when you'll have both guys. Yeah, which they said they didn't. So they can do that. But I think because, to your point, Money in the Bank this year happens a month before they start the brand split. I think in that situation, like maybe he'll always appear on Raw or on, on one show. And then he'll just decide at a pay-per-view to cash in at the SmackDown, on the SmackDown guy. Is that, but if he's a Raw guy... And he cashes it on a SmackDown guy. He he's now, now the Raw SmackDown. guy. No, he's, I mean, he's now he's now a SmackDown guy. Yes. Does the does the champ stay on SmackDown? Yes. So Raw loses a guy. 
And SmackDown doesn't lose a guy. Right. And they gain an extra guy. Right. It's a quick, easy way to fill in an injury, too. Now, what happens with NXT? Throw my nose up in the air? I don't know. Well, let's think about this for a second. What's available in a draft? Is it only Raw and SmackDown? Or could you pull from the NXT pool? I mean, that would be a quick and easy way to bring people up. Why is NXT TakeOver called The End? That's an interesting question also. I just thought it was, you know, an interesting name for a pay-per-view. It could be a number of things. The end of Finn Balor's run on NXT. Mm-hmm. Could be the end. The end of Bailey's run on NXT. She's not going to be at that. Oh, you're right. She's supposed to. Until the injury. Injury. That's a work injury. I'm not positive. I think it is. I don't see why it would be. I don't see anything that makes sense unless she's coming up. But it said said Nia Jax broke Bailey. That's what she said. So so they... Okay. It's a work. If it wasn't a work, they... You forgive the term. They worked it in. It's a work, though. I don't think... She's not really hurt. I think it might not be. If she was hurt, wouldn't it be in your news? Maybe. Maybe not. Are you kidding me? Not everything gets reported. I'm pretty sure Bailey being hurt makes it. That's like John Cena getting hurt and not making it to the sheets. Come on, brother. I'm just saying, we don't hear everything. What? We're the basement bookers. We're the realists. We hear everything. And I'm trying we got to... our ears to the streets, brother. And I'm being real right now and saying that I'm sure not everything gets reported. I don't think you believe in the realness. So, on the writing side of things, Vince and Triple H are still going to be the heads of creative, obviously. Head writers, Ed Kosky and Ryan Ward, who, uh, I'm guessing Kosky is the one that, uh, was that this week or last week's news, where someone accused one of them of hitting on developmental divas and accused the other one of you being, think Koski's hitting on developmental divas? No, I think Koski's the girl with wannabe. Yeah. And this Ryan Ward guy, who I guess is going to be the SmackDown uh, head writer, is uh, the one hitting on developmental divas. Yo, I'd love to write for SmackDown. Fuck yeah. The wrestling show. Remember that time I said we should write for a show? Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Wait. What if you wrote a Raw and I wrote a SmackDown? I gotta write the three-hour show? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm the one who made it up. Why, why wouldn't you... But you'd have, like, the flagship show. You're the champ. Shouldn't the champ write for the flagship show? I am the champ. Yeah. You're not gonna goad me into... Doing this, but you Gold. know what? Wait a second. Can you please allow me, please? please I have allow less, me to finish. You this. know, I have less free time than you. Yes, but aren't you a writer? Isn't that your profession? Yes, which means when I get home, which I don't want to write. You have more experience in this field than I do. I am but a humble, a lowly <laughs> peasant. I I can barely write a Facebook status. You want me to write raw? You see my tweets? You're on. You want a title match? You got it. Fine. Is that your Seth Rollins? No, that's just that's my generic 
stupid face getting goaded by a heel. Fine. Fine. A.K.A. goaded by me, which just so happens to be a heel. Mm-hmm. See? And you can do it, right? I mean, this should be no... This isn't, you know, difficult for you, right? No, I mean, you are a writer. You have awards are you done? for your writing. Are you done? I don't have awards. Are you done? Are we done? <laughs> Hold on a second. Not yet. Okay. I'm done with that segment. Thank yeah, you, I son. really think we should try. Okay. We should try to do this, man. We'll work out the details off air. Here's the deets. We're going to... I got an idea. I know you have an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Next week, we're going to do a lottery, okay? I'll get my hat, okay? And then we're going to write the names. Which hat? The Batman one. Okay. I'm going to take the Batman hat. I'm going to get paper. And we're going to write the names of all the superstars on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Put it in a hat. And we take turns drawing names from the hat. What if we? What if one of us gets? I will work out the details. Um, I volunteered to do that because I have Excel and a printer. All right, we should do that. And that's much better handwriting than either of us. I agree. We'll do it that way. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. So here's what we're gonna do next week on the Basement Bookers podcast because this podcast is already. Really hot. We can't make it any more hotter. Yeah. So the topic for next week, we're gonna have the first annual Basement Bookers Roster Lotto. Yes. Okay. Ah. The Roster Lotto live slash taped because mm-hmm. this is a podcast. Obviously, oh, what? we're not live. What? The podcast. What? We're a podcast. The guy in the beginning said this podcast is rated off realness. Oh, that was you, right? That's me! Okay. So we're going to do that. As we pull names, we're going to do it right here on the podcast. You guys are going to be right here with us. And we'll see how that goes. And once we have the roster, then... The roster. That's right. That's right. We're going to make an attempt to do a show. Okay. So you do a Raw, how about to make it fair, you could pick an hour. Do you want to do the first hour of Raw, or the last hour of Raw? If I want to do the first hour of SmackDown, or the last hour of SmackDown, mm-hmm. it'll be dealer's choice. What do you think about we're, that? So we're only doing one hour for our show? Well, yeah, it's a lot of writing to do a whole show, though, right? It Especially since yours is like three hours. Yeah, maybe we both do do two hours. All right. Do we have to? We don't have to use everybody. That we we own. you can do whatever you want because they don't use everybody. What if? Let's say one of us gets all the champs, or one of us gets like two of the new. So day and are you saying like? Okay, here's what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do since you're doing the Excel. Let's not complicate things by breaking up tag teams. If you get one, you get the whole team. Better yet, on the Excel, just write the team name. Okay. Like, the New Day. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, exactly. You know, because that's a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. You can do it that way. Mm-hmm. Do it that New way. Day, Social Outcasts. Yeah, whatever, you know. I'm totally going to put the Ascension over. Of course that. you are. You're going <laughs> to give them titles. You, even though there's only one of them. 
Oh yeah, that's right. So suspend. Well, since it's our show, you can unsuspend your guy Connor. And you can unsuspend Connor. Put it back together. So we're gonna do that next week. Yeah. So we'll try something. We'll see how it goes. This is gonna be fun. I'm telling. I can feel it. I feel this is good. Are we gonna read it on air or are we gonna post it somewhere? We're gonna read it. Okay. We'll read it on air. All right. Because we're gonna just bounce it off each other, see what we think live. Okay. Well, not live, but like in person, but not in person. All the podcast live for us. We're hurting heads, but yes, for us, <laughs> right here. It's brilliant. You don't want to miss this. I'm excited. I, dude, I'm. I'm right. super excited. Oh right boy, now. All right, you gotta come down there, dude. Ah. <laughs> uh, I was just talking about how there's going to be, uh, just like last time, there's going to be on the pay-per-views, Raw announcing, calling Raw matches, SmackDown announcing. Yes, Maranello! Yes, the important thing coming out of this is that there won't be single branded pay-per-views. Good. That was stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. Nah, I don't think that'll work. Do you think they'll bring back bragging rights? Let's do a separate hat. Once we have superstars chosen, we do announcers. We put all the announcers in a hat. I think we keep them. Just leave them the same? Yeah. You don't think they'll change anything? I just think, like, because there's not a lot. Um, that's, no, that's fine. Because I get Mauro and Alo. That's okay. No you problem. get the best. You get Mauro, JBL, and King. Not the King's the best, but, like,. King could work if... I could write him good. King could bump. JBL can bump. Cole can bump. I'm not... I get Cole. I'm not letting Lawler bump. <sighs> That's rough. Well, it's only one episode, so he doesn't have to. That was, that was a rough last hour. Yeah. Alright, believe it or not, there's a lot more news. Uh, so, unless you're living under a rock, you know Cody asked for his release, and they they gave it to him. Um, the Some of the backstory behind that is that he was upset that Vincent and Triple H wouldn't let him go back to being Cody. He wanted to. Yeah. But Vincent and Triple H wouldn't let him. Um, and Triple H even referred to WWE as a play, saying everyone had their own part. Because he said Cody should... Cody said he should, you know, he could be in the running for the world title. Now, I read this. Yeah. And I read that statement at Triple H's condescending yeah. Daniel Bryan era... Tone of voice. B-plus player. Yes. Which is just BS. If you would have given Cody Rhodes half the chance that you gave Roman or Seth or any of those guys, I'm telling you, you would have been pleasantly surprised. Yeah, he completely... Okay, put it this way. No one else could have pulled off the Stardust gimmick. No. No one else could have pulled off the dashing Cody Rhodes gimmick. Which actually the Divas gave him back in the day. But here's the thing. You got a guy like this who's willing to paint his face and get weird for you. Mm-hmm. Take it and make it his own and make it work. He even got mainstream eyes on SummerSlam mm-hmm. with that angle with Stephen Amell. Which I'm pretty sure he put together on his own. So, what are we doing here? Like, Why wouldn't you just give him a shot? I think within... Four years, he'll be back. And hopefully get a big run. Maybe. 
Or maybe not. Or maybe he'll find something else and make that work better. Big loss for the company. He could Drew Galloway himself, man. Good. Reinvent himself. Get himself over. Oh, I guess it was in this week's headlines. Oopsie. Got ahead of myself. So he uh, he accused Ron Smackdown's head writers of, quote, before, one pretending to be Brian Gerwitz and the other too busy hitting on developmental divas. Went out. Guns and blazes. Meltzer reports that due to these com- comments, the split was not amicable and that they might hold him to his contract, not allow him to work at anywhere else until it runs out. Well, I got to tell you, man, uh, they're probably, you know, look, I can, uh, I can see from their side why they would be upset because that's kind of like dirty laundry. Yeah. But I also can kind of see it from a, the point of view of Someone who sees professional wrestling as as his his art, his his character as his canvas, mm-hmm. and wanting to to give it everything he's got. You don't understand what I'm saying. The, the man is a true performer, an artist, mm-hmm. and he wasn't given a chance to express himself. He felt creatively stifled. Yep, my words. They're not your words. They are my words. Because I edit this week. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you may be the champion, but I have the power. I have the champion. Tuesday, his wife left uh, on good terms for her. Uh, she actually got released from her contract. Uh, she said on her blog site that she's received a few offers in the past few months. And now she can go pursue them. Uh, plus, she was kind of leaving when the contract expired anyway, which was in two months upcoming. But she decided since since Cody just left, she figured she may as well leave. Also, there's no reason for her to stay over there. And she she even um, gave a shout out to Kevin Owens, saying no one else is gonna like announce him the way she did. Cause she was the one, Kevin. No, oh, yeah, yeah, she's the best. Owens. She's the yeah. best. That was like the the Tony Chimmel rated R superstar for him. Yeah, I liked her better than Lillian Garcia. Yeah, I'm, 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 I've never. I've really never been a fan of Lillian. Just something about, something about her voice. Is just better. She's a hottie. On Monday, W announced Adam Rose has officially been released from the company. If you're surprised, raise your hand. Yeah. I'll put your hand down. My hand wasn't up. I wasn't talking to you. I was speaking, of course... To the reelers. No. The realist. Good, good the, try. The realist podcast fans. Did. Them. The book of us. Screw you, book of us. <laughs> you. I'm bleeping that out. <laughs> I almost made it a whole episode. You messed me up. I swore. I would swear. Uh, Sasha was being kept out of the ring as a precaution after suffering a concussion at the May 15th house show, which was it's being called a, quote, freak accident. Uh, apparently, referee Derek Moore hit her in the head with his knee by mistake. Mistake. Someone was a little upset that they didn't have a date. 
She originally had her evaluation plan for this coming Saturday, which is probably when you're listening to this podcast, but she had it today. She's cleared. Which is Friday, and she is cleared. Yes. Um, Friday, Sci-Fi announced that an edited two-hour version of Raw is going to start airing on the network in the future. I don't know if they're going to... I don't know what they're going to cut. I might check it out just to see the difference. See if I can save myself. Yeah, report back to us on that. I'll let you know. Um, Kane, Glenn Jacobs, is, quote, seriously considering running for mayor of some city, town, village, or whatever in Knox County, Tennessee, in 2018, says Kane himself in an interview uh, with some new station in Eastern Tennessee. I'd be very careful for what's happening here, because from what I understand, Kane has a 12th level intellect. He is among the smartest men in the world alive. And now you now he might be mayor of Tennessee. First, he's mayor. Then, he's governor. Then, he is senator. And from senator, president of the United States of America. And then after that, he's got an asteroid that is piloted by Americans. And using it to conquer the world. Is this a Lex Luthor thing? Lex Luthor is more into land deals and real estate. And he's not as evil as Kane. I never understood that term. Is there fake estate? Okay. I didn't invent the word. No, I know. I'm curious. Well, I figure real estate is like, this is really your shit. As opposed to renting. You just cursed. Yeah, I did. Because it's all over now. I tried to be the better man. But they're all just words, right? It's just, just noises that I make with my mouth. And just happen to mean something vulgar. Uh, I'm going to leave this up to you. Um, so this Ring of Honor, Ric Flair thing, is that worth mentioning or not? Not really. Okay. Uh, Randy Orton's wife, Kim, is expecting their first child together in November. And ready for your Hogan News of the Week? I didn't know we had Hogan News of the Week, because last week there was none. That's okay. For this week, we have, according to the New York Times, Peter Thiel, the billionaire co-founder of PayPal, was secretly bankrolling Hogan's legal cases against Gawker because he himself was out as being gay by Gawker in 2007. It's okay to be gay, bro. Oh, it is, but they outed him before he came out himself publicly. And that's his beef. Headlines and news, whatever you want to call it, that is that for this week. So what's up, man? You know what's up, man? Paige is dating Alberto Del Rio. Mm -hmm. Paige is like 23 years old. Yes, she is. Del Rio's like what? 45? 39. 39. He's like a year from 40. You know what? Love knows no age. I know Paige. Personally. From TV... And Instagram and Twitter. And I gotta say, getting the word Poppy tattooed on your finger? What is that? Daddy issues? Much? Or a young girl crazy in love right now? Let me tell you something, brother. This ain't gonna last. This has 
implosion written all over it. Not only implosion, but damn good TV if they make it to TV. Think about that for a second. And that looks like it was written in like marker. I mean, is it really a tattoo? Or are we being kayfabed or something? Well, it was actually the tattoo artist that posts on Instagram. Oh yes, the tattoo artists are the most honorable people. They are above reproach, cannot be bribed, bargained, or reasoned with. They have like an oath, right? Don't they have like an oath or something? Uh, yeah, the tattoo credit oath. That's right. Uh, all, all tattoos must be legit. Uh, thou shalt not call a tattoo a tattoo if it's not a tattoo. Thou shalt only bathe two days of the week. Thou shalt have dread. Uh, thou shalt uh, not cleave thy ears. Thou shalt have a beard if you're a man or leg hair if you're a woman. Thou shalt have giant holes in your ear. That you can hang your keys upon in order to not lose them? Holes in the nose are not frowned upon. We are definitely offending us. <laughs> tattoo people. Uh, but listen, all I gotta do is say this. You guys needn't worry. You haters out there. They will not be getting married or having super babies. It's just not gonna happen. This is just a, a brief thing. And that is what's up. It was better in my head, you know. Anyway. That was all the news? Mm-hmm. Alright, so next week we're going to have the first ever what did I call it before? Uh, it's called a book off. A book off. Like a cook off. It's one letter from cook off. Yeah. So, so it's a book off. Uh, we're booking. As opposed to cooking. Yeah, book off. It's like we're booking off together. That's not what I we're doing. I don't like that. That's not what we're doing. But it's not like a book off by ourselves. I don't really like to book off by myself. If we're doing it together. So hold on. Hold on. Uh, Be careful. Wait, hold on. Hold on a second. Listen, I don't like the title of this. We're not calling it a book off. What do you want to call it? The Basement Book and Lotto. Superstar Lotto. I said it earlier. You should... Why aren't you keeping notes? Because that requires typing, which makes noise. You added it. I like the term book off. Alright, I edit this week. The word book off is not going to make it. All right. <laughs> to, 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 to post. All right. I'm the undefeated, undisputed champion. You are a paper champion. Who did you ever beat? You. Not physically. Nope. Don't have to. Listen to me. You cheated. Did not. Listen to last week's episode again. I did. Again. You Edit it. And you put it, you changed it. You I'll play it later. It. I don't want to hear it. I can't trust it because you edited it. Do you not hear me say it? you edited it? That sounds weird when you say edited it a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Edited it. 
Edit, edit. I've got beef. Oh, you do. That's right. So we got the Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming up. We have six of the seven participants. Did you watch SmackDown? No. I don't watch SmackDown because it's not live yet. Okay. So, to go over the Raw and then the SmackDown, uh, as we all saw, or read, or something, Sami Zayn beat Sheamus with the Huluva kick to qualify. Cesaro beat Miz with the Neutralizer to qualify. Jericho beat... Jericho beat Apollo Crews with the Codebreaker. Didn't Apollo Crews suffer a beatdown earlier? What happened with that? I don't know. Did he? I don't because know. Because he came out pretty happy and excited. You know what, buddy? First of all, you lay me out backstage. I'm not going to have a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to want to take out my anger on somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be a guy who finished losing an asylum match. It has still has bandages from being thrown, dumped onto thumbtacks. Seventy-two thumbtacks, mm-hmm. might I add. I did appreciate that he was punching him in the bandaged spots. I thought it was hysterical that Jericho had like every spot bandaged too. That was great. Wouldn't you? I don't know. I probably wouldn't wrestle the next day. That's why you're not Chris Jericho. That's right. So yeah, man. Not only that. It makes Apollo Crews look weak as shit. What are they doing to this guy? It, it does, dude. Considering he got beat down, I think it makes it a relatively even playing field. How do I know he got beat down? Because he... He seemed happy, it, but they He showed, seemed fine. They showed a beat down. He was fine afterwards. So, the guy, for all intents and purposes, was fresh, and Chris Jericho wasn't. So he no-sold the beat down, and then, in doing so, buried himself. Yes, neck deep. Someone should have told him, maybe it was a pre-tape, listen, you can't go around, What? what is, who is Apollo Crews? Um, With, hold on, mm-hmm. without describing his moveset, okay. without, te- without telling me about his history in the Indies, okay. tell me who Apollo Crews is. He is a guy that came from Africa. Was raised somewhere here in the U.S. Georgia, I think Georgia, Stone Mountain, Georgia. There you go. Um, you know, doing the whole overcoming all obstacles kind of thing. Took gymnastics as a kid and decided to incorporate that into his current career. And he mixes gymnastics with. His ridiculous power, and he's a freak athlete. You're telling me what Apollo Crews can do. You're not telling me who he is. Yeah, I don't know anything else. Exactly. From Africa. We're all from Africa. Yeah, if you go far back enough, I'm saying he is from Africa. Like, Kofi is from Ghana, which is also an Africa. Kofi is Jamaican. He's not. His name is Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Remember with the time machine? Yeah, that was great. I love that. That was a real time machine. It was. They should have did that with Big E and he'd have like the chalk on his hand. And he'd just, like, <laughs> do the clap. Did they play Kofi's music for that? Yes. But yeah, um, he, they got to give him an identity. Like He's just happy, smiley guy. He's like, come on. Eh. He needs like 
a lot of the NXT guys need something. He needs something. Neville needs something. Neville's due to come back from I don't know what. Oh, his uh, ankle. That's right. I completely forgot about him. Right? He should just turn himself green and be a goblin. I mean, don't forget to put him on the thing. Oh, you're just going to copy the whole roster. Whoa. This is huge. Sorry, am I showing? What happens to Brock Lesnar? Is he just Brock Lesnar? He goes where he wants. We could. Do you want to do a thing where... Well, there are two part-timers. Two major part-timers. Brock and Taker. They go in the hat. Well, I mean, Taker's always been a SmackDown guy. They go in the hat. So one of us could end up with both of them? Yeah. I think that's a little silly. Doesn't matter because even if you do have both of them, you have two part timers. Doesn't mean anything. You two, you have two huge part timers, but they're still part timers. The same argument could be made for Chris Jericho. Different. He's not a an attraction like either of them. Jericho is there to put guys over. Believe it. You're gonna put both of them in the hat. All right. He's yeah. Jericho's there to put guys over. How's that working for Apollo Cruz? I don't know. I really think Owens is going to win it. Which I'm not going to be happy about. I'll be very happy about. Of course you are. He's not a guy I think should be world champion. That's all I'm saying. Birthday cake for breakfast should disqualify you as world heavyweight champion. Unless you're A... Yokozuna or Vader, Andre the Giant, The Big Show, those four, those four. None of those four are nearly, or were nearly, as athletic as Kevin Owens. Big Show's in better shape than Kevin Owens. Has he done the moonsault? He doesn't have to. He's the big show. Okay. Kevin Owens has a moonsault. Mr. Cake for breakfast. I don't care. He could do a moonsault while writing A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. And I still don't want him representing my company. Why them over him? Because... He's more athletic. Than any, than all of them put together. It's not it's about, about athleticism, man. It's not about what It's about being a larger-than-life character. He's a classic heel. A throwback. Then let him do that with the IC title or the United States title. Because I don't believe he can beat up a Roman Reigns. Yeah. I don't believe he can beat up a Seth Rollins. But he can by cheating. Okay, I will half agree with you here and say maybe it's too soon to put the world title on him. Maybe not this year. Oh, like all right, next year at earliest. I'm not being fair. You're not. It's just not going to work for me. Here's the thing. 
Roman Reigns chasing Kevin Owens for the World Heavyweight Championship is not believable to me. But Roman Reigns chasing Seth Rollins is? Yeah. Why? Well, that's also not as believable either. But the difference is Seth Rollins had the backing of the authority when this was going on. So why can't they do the same for Owens? Or give Owens... Because he's not. Because Kevin Owens is by himself. Or give Owens some henchmen. Give him a bodyguard. That doesn't work for the Kevin Owens character. That works for the Seth Rollins character because he sold out. He was a corporate Yeah, but, but okay, just give, just give him a big bodyguard. Have him hide behind him. Be, you know, not quite the Michaels and Diesel, but you know. That doesn't really work. Because, see, Corbin, you can't do that with. Because bo- he's the lone wolf. You're right. Give him a bodyguard that's not nearly as good as him. That's maybe give, big. Give me an example. I'm trying to think. That's a good question. You see, you kind of sort of want to recreate the Rollins and J&J thing, but not have them, or not have him be smaller than Owens. You want him to look imposing, but really be a jobber. I think everybody's smaller than Owens. You're just hating. Was he ever a champ aside from Ring of Honor? And NXT? For some reason, I feel like NXT he just walked like across the street, and then he wasn't champion anymore. Yeah, belt for a while. I guess it wasn't that memorable of a run. What? I guess it wasn't that memorable of a run. What? I guess it wasn't that memorable of a run. He well, he destroyed Sami Zayn. He destroyed Sami Zayn. I know everybody. But Sami Zayn, he's so tough. He's so tough. He gets right here. You can't see it, but I'm pinching my fingers. You know, like when you too so close, but yet so far. I don't know if there's anyone on the current roster. Okay. How about this? Uh-huh. Imagine. A male version. They fired Hornswoggle. It won't work. Shit. But instead, imagine a male version of Nia Jax. Like in every way. Samoa Joe? No. Samoa Joe's fucking talented, you asshole. <laughs> I, you, you didn't specify talent. In every way. In every way. Okay. In every way. Except maybe without tits. And probably without a vagina. Well, it is 2016. I, I'm not. I'm not doing any sort of inspections there. I'm just saying a male version of Nia Jax, someone big, someone imposing, with not really a very impressive move set, but they can sort of use their size. But they can. They're easily outsmarted or out wrestled. Kind of like uh, Brodus Clay. He's in TNA. I know. I'm saying kind of like. Oh. I didn't say hey, they should totally use Brodus Clay. He's not whoa, doing anything, whoa, right? Well. Don't get hot. Hey, are you friends with Kevin Owens? Are you guys best friends? I like cake. <laughs> we all love cake, bro. No, I'm not buddies with Kevin Owens. I never met the guy. I don't know him. But I just feel like he has all the tools. I just feel like you get. I don't know, man. I just think a champion 
should inspire fear. Does Cody Rhodes inspire fear? Yes. 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 Cody Rhodes is not a heel. Kevin Owens is a heel. Stardust is a heel. He's a clown heel. There's a difference. He's not a clown heel. He's the id. It's a very psychological character. That character was like one of the, the funny haha characters. It turned into that. Exactly. No, it started like that and it's, it went, it kept actually, going. Actually, you're right. It, it went the other way. It started as a comedy character, sort of. And then it's like, and then once you realize he is the id 100%, then it's like, it's fucking mind blown. It's a whole nother layer of everything. You pointed that out to me. Alright. From a corporate standpoint. Because of the brand split. Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens might be champion. Mm -hmm. But the current state. Of the business. Mm -hmm. You got to think about this. The world champion represents the company. Mm -hmm. I just don't see it. He's great in wrestling and stuff. But I don't see him. Doing publicity tours and stuff like that as champion. And making appearances I do. as champion. He started, Not in mainstream media. He started that um, fundraiser for some wildfires in Alberta. What does that have to do with anything? He can raise money. He made a for YouTube a video. Yeah, but he's not going to be on a Today Show. You don't know that. I've seen I've seen some interviews. Look that, at his face. I've seen some. Look at his face. I, I see. Look at his face. I don't know what to do with that face. I have no idea what to do that face. See his face. It's a little. See his face. It's a little. You edit this out. I just don't. I don't know, man. I just don't see it. But I somehow do see him winning money in the bank. Because I want Dean Ambrose to win it. Besides, I I don't I have think a full, I have a fucking full shield year on top. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't know if I see them doing that. I think they want to break it up a little I bit. I also don't think it's fair for Kevin Owens to be a heavyweight champion before Cesaro. Cesaro is here longer. The guy speaks 800 languages. He looks like a million bucks. And he's pound for pound the strongest guy on the roster. You're telling me he shouldn't be heavyweight champion before Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens is much better on the mic. And we know how important that is as far as relating. Like, right now, the crowd loves Cesaro, but what what do they know about him? That he, do they like his personality, or do they like uh, the uppercut train? No, the swing? they like the uppercut train slash swing, and who knows how much of him is allowed to be him and what's written for him to do. These four ropes. Listen, Kevin Owens is just a loudmouth. And he's great at it. He is great at it. And I think I'm going to have to think about this more. He's going to wind up on my fucking show now. I know it. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying you're not entitled to your opinion. That's just my opinion. All right. I Nothing personal against Kevin Owens. I'm sure he's a great guy. Everybody loves birthday cake. <laughs> Everybody. I just don't know. I just don't want you to get your hopes up. That's all. It's it's early. We don't know who the seventh participant is. Speaking of, we have more participants 
It's a list. Yeah, come on, hurry up. This Dean is... Ambrose beat Dolph Ziggler, as you mentioned, Dean Ambrose already. And then on the SmackDown, Kevin Owens uh, hit a short arm, pop a power bomb on AJ Styles to qualify. No, wait, that was Raw. That's in Raw. Duh. Okay. Oopsie. He beat him clean, too. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Then Paige's boyfriend beat Zack Ryder with a cross arm breaker. And so that's six. That's some horse shit. So wait, Kevin Owens has to beat AJ Styles to qualify for Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho has to beat Apollo Crews. Well, AJ went through a hellacious no DQ match the night before. Yeah, and Kevin Owens was in a fatal four-way match. It wasn't like he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Who else qualified? Oh yeah, Dean Ambrose beat Ziggler, mm-hmm. which is fine, I guess. All Del Rio had to do was beat Zack Ryder. Talk about just here you go. Welcome to the Money in the Bank ladder match. Ryder had a lot of offense. It was a pretty Ryder heavy match. At the end of the day, a tree is still a tree. He hit the Broski boot and Del Rio's head was in the wrong position. It was up too far. And he actually caught him like flush on as opposed to just face washing. Too bad you didn't give him a fucking concussion, huh? You think she'd leave him during concussion? Only if he starts spelling backwards. You know? Something crazy. I don't know what happens when you do concussion. I had one, but I don't know. Yeah, it's like swelling or something? or Bruised and swelling, usually. Because it's like rattled around your brain cage? Mm -hmm. My head hurts. (laughs) Something about concussions. Alright, do we do we do to all the participants? Because it's an hour and a half here. Yep. Uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel debuted on NXT this week as TM61. I don't know what 61 is. I saw a tweet that showed a promo for Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy at the next TNA free pay-per-view, whatever they're doing. And uh, so so original, brother versus brother, right? But Matt Hardy has black hair with a big blonde streak in it. He must really like Seth Rollins. Who doesn't? But but like old Seth Rollins. Yeah. Seth Rollins went all black. Because mm-hmm. he, he originally had the blonde streak to stand out. Now he doesn't need it because he's Seth Rollins. He's the uncrowned WWE World Heavyweight Champion that never lost the belt. More like Seth Swollen's... Am I right? Uh, do you look swollen? A little swole. A little swole. On a cross well, I know on time off. Knee, or, knee injury. You can work out fucking arms all day. Yeah, he's doing his tap out commercials, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wish you could do that like that, bro. I hop up there. He doesn't hop, he pulls up. I said I hop up there. It's not hop ups. <laughs> It pull ups. It's a, it's a hop up when you're that short, and the initial isn't at all strong. The initial pull. Well, thank you for downloading the Basin Bookers podcast episode, whatever it is, probably one seventeen. For Basement Jair, I am Rich the Riz. You can find us on the Twitter. I'm Rich the Riz. He's at Basement Jair. We collectively are at Basement Bookers. Check us out on Facebook for all things Bookers. 
at Basin Bookers. Stitcher, you can download and subscribe. iTunes, subscribe, review. Also, let me know how to work the MySpace. Holler! If you hear me! I mean, wait, what? Uh, the, wrong, wrong promo. The, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. Enjoy what the man says!